Yeah, what's good, y'all? Um, welcome back to another episode of The Noise. This is episode five, and this is gonna be a little bit of a how do you say, uh, not ambiguous, that is definitely the wrong word. Um, an unorthodox episode. Uh, I'm joined with nobody today. Uh, I tried to get, you know, episode five together, but unfortunately, with the weather and COVID shit, it's, things didn't really work out. So, you know, your boy's actually at work currently, and I'm recording by myself. Um, so, again, I apologize for just uh, unorthodox, um, I guess, recording of this shit and stuff. I'm not having anybody else, but, you know, uh, we, we gonna get to this. It's most likely gonna be a shorter episode, but, you know, I still wanna get y'all something for the video game news, or at least just news in general. Uh, before we get into it, you know, like, let me just run down the topics that we're gonna be going through, you know, as I always do. And with the topics going through, we have um, Halo Infinite back in the news, uh, of course, because, you know, more rumors and bullshit keep coming about that. That shit is in trouble. Uh, we have Sony and Ubisoft, or Ubisoft, however you wish to pronounce it. Um, next Gen Prices, which is, or just Next Gen in general, we'll give a quick rundown to that shit. And then, of course, we have our quick topics that we just gonna just kind of breeze through. But today, I might spend a little bit more on each topic, mainly due to the fact that, you know, I'm kind of by myself. So, I kind of, you know, want to just get more in depth with some of the topics because they're pretty cool. Um, the first of those quick topics being Ubisoft having or announcing their Ubisoft Forward event, which is going to be like their, I guess you could say, their E3 press conference in a way. And that's going to be September 10th. They're going to be announcing new games, showing off uh, gameplay, and also trailers to other games. And I'm actually looking forward to that. Um, also, we have AT&T and Warner Brothers back in the news. Um, then we have Nintendo and the eShop getting an update. And Resident Evil. That one's actually pretty fucking interesting. Because another thing actually kind of came out while I was, you know kind of putting the show notes together and for those who don't know this is actually my third time recording this shit each time i fucking record something else jumps up on my fucking phone and everything and you know the news just kind of gets fucked up um kind of yeah kind of like now i'm apparently fucking uh who the fuck is this um fuck yeah let me get his name right quick do, do, do. scroll 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 Scroll, 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 scroll past. Yeah, Xbox apparently released uh, some shit um, talking about all the, I guess, say accessories that are going to be compatible with the next-gen consoles, which is actually going to be really fucking interesting. I don't really have faith in certain products, but, you know, I'm guessing the big-ass names are the ones that are going to be compatible with it. Um, also, the developers of No Man's Sky saying that they want to work on um, similar than the huge, ambitious games. I'm going to be honest. Listen, No Man's Sky was huge and ambitious, and it didn't really fucking come to fruition. So, I'm going to need y'all to take a seat and just fucking relax. <laughs> like, I don't think that's really working out in y'all best interest. Um, anyway, saying that, let's go ahead and, um, you know, just talk real quick about what's been going on lately and stuff and kind of just what's going on up oh, there we go another fucking thing just jumped up fucking amd stock reaches an all-time high i was fucking waiting for that shit to really hit that um but yeah um funny enough if you guys actually do um you know are are interested in getting into like stocks and stuff like that um there's a podcast called money talks it's hosted by a man named siggy guns and Money Talks is a very, very great podcast stuff when it comes to financial shit. Now, mind you, there's only, what, I believe there's, like, 
five episodes currently so shit one two three four five yeah look at that good shit five episodes so go ahead and give money talks i believe it's on all streaming platforms i listen to it on spotify uh money talks is a great podcast when it comes to financial shit um saying that i guess you know let's, let's talk a second what the fuck have y'all been up to and everything you know y'all can reach me over on twitter at inhuman line talk to me dm me or whatever let me know what y'all been going on through um lately i've really just been playing halo uh five guardians mainly because i've I'm gonna be honest. I'm trying to just finish it just to really say that I fucking finished it because after Halo 3, I haven't finished any other fucking Halo game. And I ain't gonna lie, I kind of don't give a fuck about the game. So I kind of just started slowly getting jumping back right back onto Warzone. So, you know, that's really it. <laughs> uh, watching shit. Uh, I cur- currently, I'm trying to get my girl into the show, The Boys. She fucked with like the first two episodes. So, you know, hopefully she's gonna really rock with it. I believe the season two starts this friday i want to say some shit like that so we're gonna go ahead and pray that she gets into that shit because that show is really fucking amazing um other than that i really haven't been doing shit i know my sister asked me the other day she was like yo uh what do you think that's gonna happen because xbox got rid of mixer and shit so what exactly is xbox gonna do now when it comes to um streaming games and I was like, that's a good fucking question. So, you know, I thought I'd just bring it here and have you talk about that for a second or two. Basically, I think they're going to go the Sony route. Um, basically, just make it easier to stream on every fucking platform. I don't see what's the issue now because they no longer have a horse in a race. So just let everybody easily stream to every platform. I know the Twitch um, app on Xbox is horribly optimized. That shit is fucking trash. I'll be honest, it really is. Maybe it's not trash. Maybe it's just the fact that Mixer probably it, it was just way better when it came to streaming like big AAA games. I don't know, man. All I know is that it fucking streams like it. The, it's horrible, man. Don't, don't fucking use Twitch. Don't stream straight from your Xbox to Twitch. If you have a PC, rather use that for the streaming and just uh, playing your Xbox. Um, yeah. I mean, other than that, that really shit has nothing else been going on. Uh, yeah, nothing else. Fuck it, man. Let's just go ahead and jump into our fucking topics and everything. Uh, first on the list, we got Halo Infinite. Um, Halo Infinite was... There was a rumor that came out, apparently, saying that, hey, yo, this game is gonna be... It, it, for those who don't know, the game's supposed to be released on uh, the current gen that we're currently leaving. Uh, and it's also supposed to be released on next-gen consoles. So that would be Xbox One S and One X. That's the current gen that we're leaving and next gen will be the xbox series x and apparently we're also going to be getting an xbox series s it's pretty it's pretty much confirmed but not confirmed they've already been promotional things that have leaked saying the xbox series s but microsoft themselves have not confirmed it so we'll just hold off on that um but yeah uh, apparently, they said they were going to be dropping support for um, current the current gen that we're leaving, which is the Xbox One S and One X. I don't know what or where that rumor really came about and stuff. All I know is I started seeing fucking headlines everywhere talking about, oh yeah, the Xbox One will no longer be getting Halo Infinite, blah, 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 blah. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, huh? Apparently, there was fucking like two teams working on that shit. One was supposed to be working on next gen. Um, the other team was gonna be working on current gen. So I was like, eh, I don't know about that. And then you know, a little bit later, it ends up coming out debunked. They said, Nah, that shit is gonna be coming out for the Xbox One, and it's gonna be for the Series X as well. And I was like, I right, cool. That's kind of what I thought. But then at the same time, I started thinking, 
what if they actually did drop support for the Xbox One? And that being the Xbox One S and X. What if they did drop support for that shit? Would that now mean that the other team can just help put, like, you know, all hands on deck onto the Xbox Series X version? And, you know, kind of bring that more out into something that was going to be fucking amazing, that hopefully it's going to be amazing. They say that at launch it's going to be 4K, 60fps, and it's going to have ray tracing on top of all that. That's a shitload of stuff to have in the game, and I already know for the Xbox One, that's not going to be, you know, that's just not happening. It's just simply not. Your Xbox going to fuck around and blow up. That's not working, man. That's good shit going to sound like a PlayStation 4 and everything trying to run any fucking game. That shit going to be loud as hell. But... They said it's not happening. They said they're gonna. The, the plan is still to release both on the Xbox One and the next gen, which is the Xbox Series X. And I was like, that's cool and all, but a part of me does kind of want Xbox to say, you know what, man? Fuck it. We're going into next gen. Let's just fucking go into next gen. Enough of like the, what you call it, like the dilly dallying around and shit. Nah, let's just fully jump into it. But I do feel as though they understand where they stand they know if they fuck up the release of halo infinite that's it for halo they went ahead and they brought back in what's his name joseph statton which he's an og from bungie that he worked on you know he worked on some you know some shit from halo 1 to halo 2 and 3 and apparently he also wrote a book of for halo you know like a novel and apparently he's going to be he has a new leadership role in 343 and i'm happy for that mainly due to the fact that like this is someone who understands the origins of this property they understand what this was and they knew what, what it was supposed to be they saying now that halo infinite is supposed to be going back to the roots back to how things used to be which is okay and that's cool with me just understand that halo 3 they did shake it up a little bit they try to you know make things a little bit even if it's something as small as the fucking um ripping the turn off and walking around and now you in third person and shit they you know they, they messed around with little things here and there but i don't know i'll bring a question to y'all what the fuck do y'all think is going to go on with the next halo and stuff y'all feel free to reach me at twitter at inhuman line or dm me on there or you can find me on instagram as well at the same handle um going into our next topic we got a uh, sony and we have ubisoft Ubisoft apparently um they had a fucking I don't know if it was like a page on their website or some shit and they were talking you know about the PlayStation 5 and on the bottom of the page like basically they were saying like yo listen like shit's gonna be good you're gonna be getting the upgrade like visual like graphic like the fucking fidelity everything's gonna be looking great and it's gonna be amazing and at the bottom of the page they were like oh yeah by the way ain't no support for PlayStation 1 2 and 3 and everybody was like wait hold up and they're like, where the fuck did that come from? Because there was there was rumors that the PlayStation Five is supposed to have um, support for the PlayStation One, Two, and Three. But as things continued, those rumors kind of fucking died off a little, and everybody was kind of like, you know, eh, it, it doesn't really matter. Some people truly, like, some people truly cared for it. They really want that backwards compatibility, which I kind of in the same fucking boat i would like that as well but is it needed probably not would it be fucking like loved if done uh fuck yes 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 it will and give me a second i'm trying to see if i can find it here on my phone 
I know I shared it in uh, a fucking group chat. But uh, I'm not seeing it on my phone anymore. I screenshotted that shit right quick. And it's not coming up. Oh, is this it right here? Nope, those are patch notes for Ghost Nope. No, no, no. That's not it. Anyway, I can't find it on my phone currently for some fucking... I ain't gonna hold y'all up on that. But I do want to say that, you know... It would have been great if it did have that support. Mainly due because those who have listened to earlier podcasts or somebody on a pod, uh, one of my close friends, his name is Dreamer. And he, I remember when the PlayStation 4 came out, you know, he was having fun with the games when he got it and shit like that. But he still had his PS3 because he was still going like in on some PS3 games that, you know, he enjoyed and shit. And there's people like that. They want to go back and play some older titles, regardless of what anything is. And since then, you know, the page had gotten updated and there's no mention of PlayStation 1, 2, 3, no backwards compatibility, no mention of shit. Like that shit, like out the window and stuff, don't talk about it at all. And that got got me thinking about, uh, uh, apparently there was um, a site that had gave, I think it was The Last of Us 2, uh, pretty much mixed to bad review. And some people at Sony called up and said, yo, like, the fuck's going on with that? What didn't you like about that shit? And to me, that's kind of a little weird because that kind of puts, you know, that company in the thing of, like, well, you know, like, they start making excuses and shit like that. Like, no, nah, nigga, if you ain't like this shit, you ain't like it. So that makes me think, did a Sony rep or, you know, somebody, like, kind of, you know, call down and, like, yo, what's going on with that shit? We ain't talk to you about no fucking backwards compatibility. That gets, that, that kind of makes you wonder some shit sometimes. Um, and that's definitely something that had me thinking. Oh, saying that, we'll go ahead and jump into next gen because we kind of are talking about next gen with the whole Sony and Ubisoft thing with PlayStation 5. Um, next gen prices, where the fuck are they? Like, see, so like, where, where the fuck are they? We're what, maybe like a month and a half to two months away from release? And we have nothing. Yes, we've seen the consoles in there, blah, blah, blah. I don't give a shit and stuff. One, I really haven't seen anything that makes me want to pick them up day one but still regardless if i'm going to personally pick one up day one or not where the fuck are the prices i need to know the prices for the playstation 5 and the xbox series x and both of them are releasing two consoles at launch at least give us the prices for the cheapest one like the fuck bro come on like, like there has to be something and we have nothing um amd announced of uh, the new uh what is it uh worry, worry. oh yeah oh my bad um the nvidia gtx of uh, 3000 series they released them or at least they released prices they unveiled them and stuff and i believe what the max the the highest one the 3090 is it the i think that's like 1400 dollars or some shit like that it's some bullshit like that and then the um 380 i want to say it's like what the fuck do they say is that like 700 or some bullshit like that i don't know some shit all i know is that like they're the prices of the 380 is good enough to the point that like if you already own a pc there's pretty much no reason to buy a next gen console unless that they have a console exclusive that you know you really want to play which on the xbox side all their exclusives are going to pc regardless so if you just get a 30 a 3080 like you're pretty much good 
But at least we got fucking prices for that shit. We got prices and we saw gameplay of how things look with a fucking, you know, like the ray tracing turned on and the different. Bro, like we got to see that shit in action. I honestly feel like we haven't truly really seen anything that wows me enough to even purchase a PlayStation 5 or Xbox Series X. Nothing. Not even close. So, I bring the question to y'all and I also bring the question to myself. Is next gen worth it right now? Is it worth it? Should they push the system back? I saw a dude that I follow on Twitter earlier. He was talking about it. He said, hey, listen, uh, I'm going to kind of put out their unpopular opinion, but I believe that both Sony and Microsoft should push back the release date for their consoles. And I started thinking on that shit, too. A lot of fucking things has been happening, man. I'm telling you, my brain been going. But should they? Should these companies really push their systems back? I honestly believe yes. I personally believe that both Sony and Microsoft should push this the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series X back. Push back. Whether it's um, the end of first quarter next year or even the third quarter of next year, push the system back. I feel as though that y'all need something that warrants me to spend my fucking money upon release. There's nothing there. Yes, Sony has the Spider-Man Miles Morales. That looks amazing. It looks really, really good. I'm sorry, but that's not going to make me buy a console. It's simply not. Now, granted, I would put this out there. I did not own a PlayStation 4 until the Spider-Man 2018 game came out. That game got announced, and I want to say maybe two weeks before the game's release, I purchased a PlayStation 4 off OfferUp, and then I bought that game. And then I want to say maybe like a month later, I honestly didn't feel the need to buy any other games for PlayStation 4. I was playing GTA with my squad. But other than that, like I was honestly bored. Within a month of owning the system, I got bored. And so um, my girl was like, oh yeah, listen, like she had did some shit or whatever. And we needed some money at the time. So I said, cool, listen, I'll just sell my PlayStation. So I sold my PlayStation and everything, and I flipped it for more than what I got it for. So, so I pretty much broke even if you take in uh, the price that I paid for both the system, plays, um, was it the Spider-Man game and GTA 5? I pretty much broke even. <laughs> but that right there shows, like, yes, Spider-Man can be a console seller. It was for me. But I don't know if the Miles Morales, because they're saying that shit's supposed to be, what, 6 to 10 hours? Bro, how, uh, I don't even fucking know how long the um the Spider-Man game 2018 was. But I'm pretty, I'm willing to put money on it. It was a lot more than 6 to 10 hours. I'm pretty fucking sure. Let's say 10 hours at max and everything. Bro, I finished the game in a day and a half. The whole fucking, I finished it in a day and a half. There's actually one trophy that, I actually, that I'm away from from actually getting platinum on that game. And I sold the shit because I don't really give a fuck. So, like, yes, Spider-Man could be a console seller for some. But I don't think for me going out spending maybe 400 plus bucks, bro, no, I'm sorry. That's not going to do it for me. It's not selling it for me. On Xbox side, there isn't anything there because they said anything that's releasing on the Series X is going to be available on the Xbox One as well. Minus a few games that are third party games, at least first party games, it's going to be released for past gens as well. But third party games... There are some that are just locked exclusively to next gen. Like, I believe the medium is a game that it's a horror game that's going to be locked to next gen. That's cool. I'm not interested in playing that shit. 
I'm just not. So I need I need prices and I need games. And honestly, fucking man, I'll but I need some time. This get let fucking time go, man. I, I'm not here for it right now. I don't think that the system should be released and stuff. I understand that they're not gonna just sit with these consoles in the fucking warehouse and everything and let that shit rock out. Nah, I understand that I completely do. But at the same time, I don't think that these systems should be currently released. Saying that, um, we're gonna go ahead and get into, I guess, our quick topics. And, uh, my bad for going on that little rant, but <laughs> it, it, it kind of gets to me sometimes because... There's a, there's a lot of things that are going on, and I'm not, I understand a lot of people don't have money. Me, I, I have money set to the side for next gen if need be, but I'm not spending it if I like if I feel as though I don't need it, or I don't like if I don't see anything that I truly want. Cause you don't need no fucking game system. But if I don't see none that I truly want, ain't no need for it. Um, but yeah, that's the only reason why I went on a little thing for that. Uh, let's go ahead and get into our quick topics. Um. Ubisoft announcer Ubisoft 4 which honestly this should have been just a full fucking topic and I'm probably gonna go over it again in the next episode when I have the team with me but they announced a Ubisoft Word event which again is their supposed E3 presentation they're gonna be announcing you know new games I believe they said it's most likely gonna announce probably just like two new games or some shit they're probably just gonna give updates or their new games are probably really just gonna be updates on games that we haven't heard from in a while so we're probably going to get more info on Skull and Bones, and we're probably going to get more info on um, Beyond Good and Evil 2, because I haven't heard anything from those games like, in fucking years. So we're probably going to get more shit on that, but that's coming out September 10th. Um, one of the first things they showed was the game that um, was called Gods and Monsters. Apparently, they fucking changed the name, and this is so, I'm going to be honest, this is some dumb shit now, but um, it was previously known as Gods and Monsters. And apparently now it's gonna be called Immortals Phoenix Rising. Dumbass fucking name. That's I'm gonna be honest. This shit kind of sounds generic as fuck. Gods and Monsters, really simple. Sounds really cool. I'm into it. This one, uh, I understand. Maybe Gods and Monsters in other languages probably does not translate well. That's probably the reason for it. But you know. And also, you know, other countries, religions, and shit like that. You know, I understand, I understand y'all had to change it. But Immortals, Phoenix Rising, nah, that, that kind of, to me, that kind of, it sounds a little, like, dumb as shit. But the, the screenshots, and it's the little things that we've seen from it. It looks really fucking good. Now, in the little video that they released, they also showed other stuff like, um, was it, uh, what the fuck is it called? Watch Dogs Legion, which, again, you know, I'm actually interested in it. I'm one of the few people who actually did really enjoy Watch Dogs 1. Don't ask me why. I just really enjoyed it. Some people said that, oh, you know, it, they were trying to go too dark, and I actually liked it. I feel as though, actually, the issue with Watch Dogs 1 and 2 is Watch Dogs 1 was probably, you know, a little too dark, but Watch Dogs 2 was a little bit too light and everything, like, there wasn't no, like, straight up in the middle. And it kind of seems that they're going to go a little bit more grittier with Watch Dogs Legion. It's going to be taking place, I believe, in London. So that's going to be kind of cool to see how they did um, or to see how they do. And what else did they show? Rainbow Six Siege, I believe. Because that's going to be getting another update. Oh, they're bringing Sam Fisher to Rainbow Six Siege. So that's going to be really cool. I'm actually really excited for that. That, that dude, he looks fucking broken. Um, What else? Oh. Ghost Recon tweeted out that uh, they said, oh yeah, we saw something red. 
there's gonna be an update coming soon. I'm like, alright, cool, I really don't give a fuck because y'all still have cheaters on y'all platforms and y'all are like literally letting these people fucking cheat. They're going into uh, private matches or whatever, practicing little things or whatever, and then they're going into public matches and they're fucking like taking advantage of the game. They're like doing little glitches to get one hit kill guns and shit like that. Bro, it's it's nutty. There's some people who are saying, oh yeah, just let them because some people are only doing it for raids. Bro, I don't give a fuck. Get all that shit the fuck out of here because that's not cool. Get all these cheaters the fuck out. And they've literally been cheating since release of the game. Like, come on, man. That's just kind of fucking trash. But whatever. I have a whole history with fucking Ghost Recon for those like who don't know and shit. Um, but anyway... We'll move on from Ubisoft. Ubisoft Forward event is going to be September 10th. Looking forward to that shit. Um, then also, we have AT&T in the news. AT&T and Warner Brothers Interactive. For those who don't know, AT&T was looking to sell uh, Warner Brothers Interactive because they didn't feel as though it was lucrative enough. And basically, for those who don't know, Warner Brothers Interactive is like their video game uh, section of the company. And they went, Warner Brothers Interactive, I believe, they're the ones who released uh, the Shadow of Mordor, Shadow of War, you know, the Lord of the Rings games. And uh, they also do the Injustice games and the Mortal Kombat games. And, you know, all, all different shit like that. And that's cool, but AT&T felt as though, you know, that it, it, there wasn't enough money coming in, basically. Um, so they were looking to sell it, and I believe Take-Two... EA and Microsoft I want to say those are the three the top three those are like the three that were really looking into purchasing it and where the hell did it happen DC fandom was an event where they basically were announcing a bunch of DC stuff and they announced a two new Batman games or Batman world games and one of them is Suicide Squad kill the Justice League and the other one, which is the one that I'm most excited for, is, what was it called, uh, Gotham Knights, which is basically going to be like the Court of Owls storyline, and it has basically Batgirl, which is Barbara Gordon, um, Nightwing as Dick Grayson, or Dick Grayson as Nightwing, uh, Jason, Jason Todd, is it? Jason Todd as Red Hood, and then Tim Drake as Robin. Which is really weird because Tim Drake's clothes look a little bit like Damian Wayne's. Oh, whatever. That's nerdy shit. We ain't gonna get into that. Uh, they saw the reaction, or AT&T saw the reaction of those two games. And they have officially removed Warner Brothers Interactive from their list of like properties that they're looking to sell. From their initial thought of, hey, listen, this isn't that lucrative. I'm pretty sure after the reaction, they were like, wait a minute. We're gonna sell a lot of fucking money. Like they and I can't, they're gonna sell a lot of money with this game or with the two games, and they're gonna sell a lot of merchandise. Personally, I do believe that Gotham Knights is probably gonna do better. Um, but for those who are wondering, yes, this is also the team that made the Arkham games, but the team that made the Arkham games is making the Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League game, and that game, uh, I believe they said that uh, canonically ties in with the Arkham games. The Gotham Knights game, it does not tie in canonically, which, you know, it's okay because that means that they actually get to take more liberties with the story. I'm perfectly fine with it. But, yeah, so AT&T officially no longer they're looking to sell uh, Warner Brothers Interactive, which is pretty cool. Next, we have Nintendo and the eShop. I had no fucking clues this is even fucking going on. I myself have a Switch and a Switch Lite. 
I have never pre-ordered a fucking game on my Switch a day in my life. And thank God, because apparently on the Nintendo eShop, you are not allowed to cancel your pre-orders. Well, the eShop just currently had an update, and you can now officially cancel your fucking pre-orders. Who the fuck knew this? Why the fuck did it not know? I had no clue you couldn't cancel your pre-orders. Now, for consumers, that's horrible. For Nintendo, that's a smart but sleazy fucking move. I'm gonna be honest and everything. Basically, lock somebody into their pre-order regardless, and now they're fucked out of money. I understand that. That's a little fucked up and everything, but I can see where they was going with it. But yeah, and I, I want to say, because I do know that in the UK, there are doing certain things that they're basically striking down a bunch of norms within the industry when it comes to basically taking your fucking money, whether it be with loot boxes and apparently also with pre-orders. So I'm not sure if maybe it was something that happened over there in the UK that they were like, yo, we got to change this shit, or maybe just backlash. But I haven't heard much of a backlash because I didn't even fucking know the shit was going on. But for those of you who ever got screwed over, you know what? Now you're not going to get screwed over. You can officially cancel any pre-orders that you make. So, you know, thumbs up for y'all. Uh, lastly, we have fucking Resident Evil Village is going to be shown at the Tokyo Game Show, which is going to be happening on September 27th. I also kind of fucking like that date a little bit because September 10th, we're going to be having the Ubisoft Forward event. And then what's this? Like two weeks later, we're going to be having the Tokyo Game Show. So we're going to be able to see a bunch of shit that comes out. And Resident Evil Village is going to be shown at the Tokyo Game Show. And I'm praying that because we already got a little cinematic trailer and shit like that or teaser or whatever the fuck you want to call it. I want to see gameplay. I'm not sure if they're going first person or third person. I understand the move for third per I mean for first person on Resident Evil 7. It felt right for the story, for your environment, you're in the house, later on you're in the ship. That's all cool with me and stuff. I like that. But for those who haven't seen like the trailer, I do believe they actually show Chris in there. So therefore just make a third person. Alright? Like I'm used to seeing Chris already in the thing. Or they might just be like, yo, listen, you already know what the fuck Chris looked like. We don't give a fuck. Here's first person. But again, it has to make sense for the game itself. So, if this makes sense to go first person for the setting, then go quite ahead. But honestly, I kind of want to go back to third person already. The remake of um, the Resident Evil games that have came out makes me want to go back to third person. So, I don't know, man. It is what it is. But also, let's not forget that Resident Evil also got picked up by Netflix for a Netflix show. I think it got picked up for eight episodes, I want to say. Um, and I do believe the people who are making it are the showrunners of Supernatural, which I am perfectly happy with, mainly due to the fact that one, Supernatural, I believe they also just finished recording the series finale, not season, the series finale, and uh, it's kind of heartbreaking, but whatever, <laughs> um, the Supernatural, now the showrunners are going on to work on different shit, and one of the, I believe the co-showrunner, he's the one that uh, is going to be working on the Resident Evil show. And it's going to be following, it's not going to be the normal shit that we normally get. It's going to be close to a storyline that, you know, we have seen before, but a little bit different. It's going to be about some kid. Listen, it sounds nice. I'm hopeful because, mainly because of The Witcher. We got The Witcher show and it turned out really great. Netflix is finding a way to just make good out of bad speculations. I ain't going to say good out of bad. I'm going to say good out of bad speculations. Um... So, I'm looking forward to that. Um, and 
I guess you could say lastly within it and also for those if you're a fan of Resident Evil just be optimistic about the Netflix show alright let we've gotten some bad Resident Evil games so let's let's be optimistic about the show we've also got some bad Resident Evil movies honestly I'm not really big on any of the Resident Evil movies but eight episodes you can tell a lengthy story okay hour long and shit like that so we cool just be optimistic um last lastly we have Fortnite. and before we get into Fortnite, first uh let's you know say rest in peace to chadwick boseman those who, um the man who played black panther and he went on was it jackie robinson you know he he did a lot in his what we didn't know to be his kind of like last years he was diagnosed with colon cancer and he's no longer with us he passed away um it was really kind of like I- i'll be real with you i'm gonna just keep it real when i got the news i was looking at my phone i was like the fuck is this this is bullshit because they were saying it in the group chat and i was like whatever then i go and people are saying it on my group chat on twitter i'm like whatever then i'm getting all these notifications on twitter and i'm like oh so this isn't some fake viral shit and everything this is actually real he just passed away and I, I ain't gonna lie, I, I took a second. I told my girl, yo, I'll be back. I'm gonna go use the bathroom. I went to the bathroom. I ain't gonna lie, I balled out. I cried. I'm gonna keep it real. Like, like he, the things he did in the towards the end of his life, they were important. Call it whatever you want, inspirational, moving, powerful, whatever you want. The, just simply, it was important. Everything he did. And you know, unfortunately, he's no longer here with us and stuff. But what he did, it, it made an impact. It really did. It truly made an impact upon just the industry as a whole. Especially for like the comic industry and stuff and movies. It allowed people to, it, it even allowed for the corporate people to understand that, yes, uh, we understand money can be made off of this. But there's a audience and there's people who want this. It inspired a lot of creatives and stuff to even put their stuff out there. gave them confidence that even creators that didn't even know, wait a minute, you mean my work? People actually want to see something similar to this? Yes, people do. It gave a lot of people, and also it even gave some people just the eyes that it needed for their work to blow up. For those who don't know, there's a, um, a company called Black Sands Entertainment, and they make some amazing comics. Go look into them, find them over on Instagram and shit. Tell them that I sent you and stuff. They are amazing. Tell them that I sent you ain't gonna do shit, but you know whatever <laughs> but they're amazing there's people out there and so that they do things and Chadwick Boseman what he did kind of helped put eyes on a lot of people out there and you know it sucks that he's no longer here but only I I say this stuff one to pay respects to him but also um tied into gaming as well and was it uh I believe last podcast we talked about Fortnite doing the Marvel event Oh man, I I think it's I don't know if it's an event or a series. I mean, not series, season. I, I, it might be the whole fucking season of Fortnite. Who knows? Anything, but you know, it looks pretty good. Fortnite uh, announced that they're also going to be having a statue of Black Panther in it, which is awesome to you know like commemorate him. And yeah, like that's pretty decent. And I pray that we see more things to just pay respects to not just the people or the characters that he played. But just to him, you know, more things to pay respect to him. And we haven't seen it from a lot of famous people and everything. His co-workers um, co- and shit like that. The, or co-stars, I guess. 
the fuck you call it actors and shit a lot of co-stars are even doing it so but saying that and everything let's let's keep it with fortnite for a little bit um they have been showing more 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 screenshots and more videos and stuff like that and they also showed galactus i think that's really cool mainly because yes everybody knew about thanos thanks to the movies and shit and thanos kind of you know he got the 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 push as here's the big fucking villain but what else can you do bigger than thanos you know then that's when you get into like fucking galactus not many people know of galactus if you see him if you were into like some of the older like marvel cartoons and shit you might know of him if you're into comics you definitely fucking know of him but the mainstream audience does not know about galactus galactus was shown in the um the promotion ship for the fortnite um new season i think it's season five i believe it is season five coming out that's fucking epic like, more people are going to see Galactus. And for those who don't know, Marvel has a big plan always of how they're going to do things. So the fact that Galactus is going to really be pushed now means that they are most likely are going to be putting him in the movies, which they do own the rights now, now that they own the rights for uh, Fox. Because Fox properties came with, uh, it came with all the X-Men and it came with Fantastic Four. So yeah, and I believe that's the Fantastic Four villain. So that's going to be great, which is also really interesting because for those who don't know marvel did try to uh get the rights for galactus back when uh was it 2011 or 2012 uh before the netflix daredevil show and this is going off on it i apologize but this is actually some good information for those who don't know the netflix uh, show of daredevil which is you know a marvel show made with netflix the only reason why that happened is because fox previously owned the rights to daredevil and um the there was in each of the contracts that marvel had when they sold off the rights basically it states that this property something has to be product in production with only i think it's a five-year window in between if nothing's in production within a five-year window and stuff then the rights automatically revert back to marvel which is the reason why you saw the whole thing of andrew garfield when he played spider-man that happened almost like was it five years or like four and a half years after spider-man 3 i believe it was five years and that's because the contractual obligations that they have when they all um, purchase the rights which you know is perfectly cool well the it was coming up on a five-year mark for daredevil and it pretty much slipped fox's mind of oh shit we gotta do something with this property so I want to say maybe leading up like two months leading up or three months leading up to the end date of where the rights will revert back to Marvel. Fox, uh, Fox was like trying to scramble to get shit together and they couldn't. The deadline was coming up and Marvel was like, listen, man, we'll give you an extension on the deadline. We have no problem with that. But we want the rights for Galactus and Silver Surfer in return. And Fox is like, fuck no, we'll go ahead and we'll get this movie into production soon. They tried doing it. They came out. There's, they literally came out with a teaser that was basically a bunch of clips, fucking thrown, random clips thrown together. And unfortunately, they couldn't get anything into production. So rights automatically reverted back to Marvel. And that's how we got the Daredevil Netflix show. So this shows now that Marvel had interest in Galactus and putting him in the overall story all the way back then so now that they actually have it it's it's all coming into fruition now 
now we're actually getting the full fucking story. And I'm sorry for even like fucking sharing that, but there's a lot of people who don't know that, and also a lot of people who don't understand exactly how the contracts work. Now, for me, I pretty much know how it works, but only because I was really like into the whole movie news and shit like that. So I understand, you know, how these properties work and shit, but there's a lot of people who don't. And if you do have any questions on it, from the knowledge that I have, I'm willing to fucking share with you as much as I know. And again, feel free to hit me up on Instagram or Twitter at InhumanLine. And um, yeah, saying that, I think that's actually it that I have for the fucking show notes. Again, you know, this isn't going to be it. As long as some of the other podcasts was actually we're up on the fucking forty minute mark now, Jesus Christ, that's actually a lot longer than I even thought. And you know, mainly because I went off on tangents. But um, if y'all are actually interested more into like movie news and shit like that, y'all can go ahead and let me know. For those who don't know, I actually um, previously ran a podcast called Nights at the Opera Table, and I ran it with what uh, one, two, three, three of my other friends. And honestly, it just started off with just two of us, and then one, one of my mans or one of Chani's mans was like, hey, yo, uh, I have a friend that he said he wants to sit in and just listen to the podcast and see how we do it. And I was like, that's a little fucking weird. Uh, why don't you just talk while you sitting here? You ain't going to sit here quite a little weird. He's like, all right, cool. So he jumped in. You know, he gave some opinions. That was actually our introduction. And um, then, I mean, what, maybe like a week later, another one of his roommates was like, yo, like, is it cool if I just sit in and just listen and everything? It sounds pretty cool what y'all do. And I was like, again, that's pretty fucking weird. How about you just sit and talk? I was like, he ain't going to just sit here and be quiet. So we got a whole fucking podcast just because people got interested. Um, On that podcast, we talked about video games, movies, and also just news going around on, like, on the kind of, like, the tabloids and shit like that. And also political stuff. Um, That podcast is on hiatus, which is the reason why uh, I'm doing my solo podcast or why I call it my solo podcast. Um, so for those who, who want to, you know, hear more about movie news and shit, I have no problem cutting down the topics down if you do want to hear more about movies. And, you know, we'll talk about even the business side about stuff, um, from the knowledge that I do know. Um, but saying that, I guess we'll come to a close. Yeah. Thank you for joining me for episode five of the Norns. I understand, as I said, um, in the beginning, this is a little bit unorthodox due to, you know, me being by myself, but I am committed to you guys. Oh, shit. My apologies for that. Oh, um, sorry. As I said, I am at work and the guard got here. Um, but, um, as I said, I am committed to getting y'all an episode at least once a week. But, you know, the thought kind of just start getting to me that, you know, what if I did, you know, the episode once a week you know with the team and shit like that or a team and then maybe give a little smaller thing on the side um i have a youtube channel that i do not touch at all so maybe i might throw that shit on there you know like a smaller thing just to hold y'all off in the middle of the week maybe drop an episode on monday which would be the one with the team a longer episode and then maybe like on a thursday or some shit drop another episode i I don't have a problem bringing my shit to work and recording here at work and you know y'all let me know i'm saying that Y'all take it easy. Y'all have a good one. And y'all be safe out there. Peace.